Got to, man. Got to bounce back. Shout out to my homie Keys, Xavier Keys, on the vocals on this. Okay. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Got to get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm going to do. I've been focused. I'm not hungry. Yo, I'm starving, dude. Grind mode with my team. We making these power moves. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry, you're gonna stop me, dude. In grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Cause I ain't got no time to be wasting with all this music I'm making. Man, I'm tired of being impatient, so I keep making these moves here with my crew. Vow to myself to always stay true, so I don't care what nobody else do, I know why. Like an erection, bumps in the road, but nah, I ain't stressing. I don't work out, but homie, I'm flexing. Every time I get on the beat and I bless it, rise and shine, and I never let another come and stop my grind, because I grind all night at the gig. No lie, then it's back in the booth for some overtime. Come on. Nope. Mm-mm. Shout out to Miss Almaramos. Shout out to Miss B. Uh-huh. I said, uh, hey, hey. Hey, my mom's told me to get them, so I don't care what y'all say. I just keep grinding. Yeah, I stay working, cause it's, you know I'm, I said, uh, that's right. In the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride. Make it look so easy, don't it make y'all mad? One thing I know, one thing is certain. I can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working One thing I know, one thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop, on the grind, get in mind, I'm working No sleep, spit heat, killing these tracks And I'm not gonna stop till I'm up on top where I'm supposed to be Everywhere I go, I scream SP, we more than a crew, we your family Working, trying to get a couple Grammys, G, have them sitting on top of the mantelpiece Thank God Go hard, they just mad cause I'm on my job But where I'm from is the ground to starve I'm starving, I just can't do it Not having it, unthinkable So I turn in the stretch, I'm strong And now I can reach the unreachable Let's go Hey, trying to Yo, they I said I can't sit still I just laugh at y'all haters Cause I Yeah, hey Hey, hey, hey Moms told me so why don't let's go? I just keep yeah I stay cause it's you know I'm I said I that's right uh in the lab with a pen and a pad I I let's ride make it look so easy gonna make you mad one thing I know one thing is certain I can't stop won't stop. Cause me and my team stay working One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop On the ground, get in mind, I'm working Don't ever let anybody tell you That you can't get what you want Whatever you dreaming for, you get out there and you get it You make it happen Never mind the haters Real still Cause I All day Always Get them Yes sir I'm grinding, stay working, hey, I said I, that's right, 
In the lab with a pen and a pad, I Let's ride Make it look so easy, don't it make you mad? One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop Cause me and my team stay working One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop On the grind, get in mind, I'm working Got him. Yes, sir. Love him. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.02 a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Wednesday, the 14th of September. Oh, I know. Wow. Good morning, Aurora's on a Wednesday. That's right. It's the new schedule. Buenos Dias Aurora now has two days with which to rock and shock you. Those days are Tuesdays and Thursdays. And in Spanish, the way that you say it is martes y jueves. A lot of y'all may not have known that, but you can learn Spanish on this fantastic show as well. Monica, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well today. All right. All right. Green Fest. Green Fest. You were a volunteer there once upon a time, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Like, Very cool. A long time ago, like three years ago. Wow. Seems like forever. Yeah. Before three, the pandemic. Yeah. Before the pandemic. It was pretty fun. Good morning. Are they having it again? Uh, next we year, had right? Mavis Bates on. Yeah. yeah, she said next year. Next year, next year there will be a uh, there will be a Green Fest mm-hmm. next year. So get ready for mm-hmm. that, you awesome people. Um, what did you do at Green Fest when you were there? Uh, we set up like we helped people like take down. You know, if they had stuff in their car, we would like help them. Okay. Like set up their booth. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Um, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of news to talk about today. A lot of cool things going on. And yesterday, I know what you want to hear. Curtis, I want to hear about it. Great fest, man. I want to hear about the Weston Bridges ribbon cutting. Let me tell you, it was spectacular. Mary Urban's mom was there. That's how cool it was. And you know something? It, 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 so let's, let's, let's unpack the whole thing. Let's get the suitcase, unzip it, right? Here's the first thing that you got to understand. Yesterday was a major day for the city of Aurora. It was major. The reopening of the Copley Hospital complex to be Weston Bridges, Bardwell, and there's also a District 131 building or a, um, administrative building on site on campus. That is huge. It wasn't that long ago as Mayor Urban waxed so poetically over that that entire landscape, I mean, it looked like Terminator 2. It was abandoned buildings, graffiti, miscellaneous crackheads, and, and broken glass. And to see what it became is absolutely wonderful. 
Not only that, we've been familiar with what Weston Bridges was going to become because we had the awesome pleasure of interviewing uh, Lisa Favre, um, who I believe is the Director of Marketing and Outreach. I may have gotten that title wrong, but Lisa Favre, she's a great person. And we interviewed her and learned about Weston Bridges uh, when they were under construction. So to see it go from construction to fruition, Monica, I yeah, fruition. We don't do fruition today. The word of the day today is fruition. To see it go from that to fruition, to actually be what it is, was absolutely stunning. So, man, uh, the city of Aurora deserves a lot of credit for that. It was really cool. Um, one of the other things I noticed when I was out there was that, wow, everybody in the city, in regards to some of the great institutions that we have, Invest Aurora, the Chambers of Commerce, uh, were there as well and represented. It was real cool. Shouts out to the aldermen who were there. Ed Bug, my man. What up, Ward Nine? Alderman Donnell, Carl Franco, uh, Alderwoman Smith was there. Alderman at Large Jenkins and Warman were both there. Uh, man, it was cool. It was a good time. It was a really good time. And Mr. Paul Conrad of WGN was also there as well. No, I'm just saying that because I'm a fan. <laughs> I've been watching the man since I was whew, young, and it was really cool to see. So shouts out and kudos to our great city of Aurora uh, for putting that together and getting that project off the ground. Many had talked about opening it, and the administration did open it. It was really cool. Now, they had some hors d'oeuvres and all that. They had some snacks and everything, but uh, we were standing outside for so long that people got hungry. Mm -hmm. So as soon as they were like, oh, Clayton was like, Yes, and we're now in Western Bridges. Go inside and enjoy some beautiful. Everybody went in, mm -hmm. so the line was so long that you know my brother just kind of dipped. But it was cool. That's nice. It was really good. Mm -hmm. was How really was the inside? Uh, beautiful. Yeah. The inside is magnificent, mm -hmm. actually. So now they were giving tours. I had been privy to the inside mm -hmm. before, mm -hmm. so I didn't take the tour yesterday. But they were giving tours, um, and there was a great. Who is it? CBS News. I think mm -hmm. it's CBS News. CBS News right now has a video on their page where they walked through and were, were given a tour by Lisa Farber herself. Okay. So I encourage anyone to go to the CBS Morning News, or actually it debuted last night. So it's like CBS mm -hmm. 2 Evening News. Check it out. Lisa Farber, she's a dear friend of the show. The time is 8.08 a.m. Woo! So, hey, yeah, here's something cool. Tomorrow, Aurora Downtown's having their morning mixer. That's going to be at Wickwood House Cocktail Bar, 80 South River Street. It will be at 8 o'clock a.m. There is a delightful image of a mimosa on the cover. It looks so tasty. I tried to eat the picture. I don't recommend anyone eating pictures on their phone. So why don't you go there tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock a.m. and let us know what it's what it's really like. Good morning, Vizo Arts. Aurora Downtown is here. Valerie, dear friend of the show. And Josie Mendoza-Geller, hashtag good morning, everyone. I love that stuff. Okay, Gloria Gerardo is here also, and she says, good morning to you, Aurora. I hope you will have a nice day today and a blessed day today. And it's Wednesday morning a.m. It is. It is definitely Wednesday. So... You know, it was just last week, Buenos Dias Aurora was on this day. I know, right? Right? It's so kind of it strange. Feels, it feels a little strange. It does. It's like we should be talking in Spanish. In Spanish. Mm. This coffee is muy bueno. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for Spanish? Here's the thing. We got some um, got things to talk about. Uh, 
We'll start with we'll start with the nice stuff, and then I'm gonna get into a little couple things today. Couple things today. We're gonna, as, as everybody knows, we land the plane in a positive fashion, and we will definitely do that. That's not gonna change. But a couple things to go over today. First of all, let's start off with Sugar Skull City. As part of Sugar Skull City, Aurora Downtown has announced a call for art. Artists of all skill levels are invited to submit a 12 by 18 inch work depicting pan de muerto, a traditional Mexican sweet bread used to celebrate Day of the Dead. Details can be found online at sugarskullcity.com or auroradowntown.org. Started in 2020 by the downtown group, Sugar Skull City will feature dozens of participating businesses, a scavenger hunt, and activities for all ages while honoring a cultural and local tradition. As part of Sugar Skull City, Aurora Downtown announced a call for arts, um, Oh, I read that part already. I didn't skip over that part. Uh, news this year. Yeah, scratch it up, DJ. Aha, we're not going to drink coffee for that one, though. New this year um, is the Sugar Skull City-themed art and market from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Society 57 on Saturday, November 5th. Cool stuff. Participate by creating a 2D artwork of Pan de Muerto in the style and media of your choice. All skill levels are welcome. Once completed, the submitted works will be displayed in storefronts as part of Aurora Downtown's Sugar Skull City events, and community members are invited to view them through November 6th. So, um, yeah, what do you think about that, Monica? I mean, how do you feel about Pan? Do you eat Pan de Muerto? You eat bread. Um, I've tried Pan de Muerto. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It is. It's good. Is it sweet? It's um. Well, last year I went for this event at the Casa to Page of Solidarity, mm-hmm. and they had a Dia de los Muertos event, and they were giving out like um. I think it was like hot chocolate and pan de muerto, and they had like two types, and one type was like it had sugar on top. Mm-hmm. It had sugar on top, and then the other one was just like plain. But I obviously took the sugary one that had the sugar on top, and it was really good. It was really good. Okay. Like, I mean, it's just like a regular, you know, Mexican bread, like the inside. Mm-hmm. I think it has, like, maybe, like, um, canela, which is, like, I think cinnamon. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because some of the breads have, like, cream inside, right? Oh, like yeah. Like chocolate mm-hmm. or vanilla then, or whatever. Yeah. Some have, like, cream cheese, I believe, maybe. Okay. I don't like those, though. Yeah, no, me neither. I don't like the, I'm, pe- the I just like inside. I just like the me. Personally, I'm a concha type of brother, mm-hmm. and that's really it with the bread. Concha, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, with the bread, I, yeah. I really can't do a whole lot of bread. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need like faux dips. Yeah. And that's a wrap. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's it's good. So I mean, I think the like you know the artwork initiative. I think it's pretty good to get the youth involved. Right. You know, to make them more. You know, um, just more like. With other cultures and stuff, being more aware of the other yeah. cultures and just being make them in make that. them creative and proud. Mm-hmm. You know, they can be ten years old. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I painted that. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. good thing. Uh, Shouts out to the Aurora Downtown Group once again. That's the call for art going on for Sugar Skull City. Uh, the time is eight twelve a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. I don't know where else you could ever hear news with such. With such zeal as you can get here. Okay, something else to talk to you guys about. Now that that's over with, um, you know, yesterday the city council, um, yesterday the city council meeting, they honored the emergency management 
agency. I think it's called EMA. Anyway, it's the emergency team that the city of Aurora has. And this is National Preparedness Month. The theme and thought behind that is that it's celebrating the people who go above and beyond to make sure that the, the city proper is able to handle disaster. What kind of disaster? Well, it could be an environmental disaster. It could be um, violence or an act of terror. It could be anything like that. So this month highlights that. And unfortunately, uh, so I saw this in the news, but I, it's it's worth highlighting. Um, the reason why I want to highlight it is because we had Sheriff Ron Hain on the show, and we did uh, one of the other um, talks with the Kane County State's Attorney's Office, the Kane County Sheriff's, the Kane County Government. And Ron Haynes said something that's very important. You see it if you write the Metro, like I have. If you see something, say something. It's a very easy position. It's quite simple. And it could do a lot to save lives. So, uh, Northeastern University in Boston yesterday, a package exploded on the campus. The school confirmed, as authorities said, another suspicious package was found near a prominent art museum. A package was delivered to the university's Holmes Hall shortly before 7 p.m. and detonated when a staff member opened it. Quote, the staff member has uh, sustained minor injuries and is being treated during a news conference late yesterday. Authorities said they found a 45-year-old male who sustained minor hand injuries. Uh, but police responded shortly before 7.30 p.m. and students who were attending an evening class at the hall were evacuated from the building. Boston Emergency Services also responded to the scene. Um, that pretty much in a nutshell tells you the kind of thing that an emergency team will do. And I, I, I think it's worth noting too that anything can happen at any given time. And it was just over the, um, over the summer. I think it was just over the summer where the city um, started to promote and highlight the, emer the emergency management agency. It started showing up in more posts, and uh, there was a call for people to volunteer and sign up for the for the team. Um, so if you are interested in getting involved in it, you should go to the City of Aurora's Facebook page, take a look at it, and uh, join the emergency management team or agency, wherever we're calling it here. Um, it is important. It does matter a lot because in order to keep the city safe and all the people in it threats consistently change so we need people who have a fresh way of looking at things to go out there see what others have not seen and be able to discern what others have not discerned the time is 8 16 a.m monica can we please can we go to a commercial and could you could you hit us with some news can you do that i sure can all right, good morning, everyone. Here are your local headlines. Real news, real people, real stories, 100% Aurora. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. Saturday, September 25th, from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m., there will be a Kane County Expungement Clinic hosted by the Office of the Kane County State's Attorney and the Kane County Circuit Clerk. Registration is required. This will take place at Gail Borden Public Library in Elgin. Staff from the Circuit Clerk's Office will be on hand to answer questions and for assistance. For more information, you can contact the Office of the Circuit Clerk at the email and phone number listed on the flyer. 
The Adult Education Resource Fair will be taking place on September 19th and 20th, which are a Monday and Tuesday, with two sessions. The first session will be from 10.30 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. and 6 to 7.30 p.m. as well. The Resource Fair coincides with National Family Literacy Week. These events are free and open to the public. This will take place at Wabanzi Community College in downtown Aurora on the first floor in room 160. There will be many or great organizations there. See the flyer for more details. Wednesday, September 28th, join our friends of DVA Leadership and Development Training at Cotton Seed Creative Exchange for a great event, a multi-generational conversation about trauma. Let's talk about mental health and wellness. This will be from 5 to 8 p.m. and will feature a book signing with V. Lee Harrison, the author of Hood Healing. Shouts out to Cotton Seed Creative Exchange. Get to know them at 64 South River Street and register for the event at the link that I'll be putting in our chat. All right. Thank you very much for that great news, Monica. The time is 8.18 a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast hip-hop tacos animals cats gerbils geckos um what else man uh volleyball league ice cream all the things you love you can find them here on good morning aurora we'll we'll talk about them we might be hanging out with you and eating them you guys know how we do some of you know us in real life Okay, um, I would be remiss if I did not say hi to Jennifer Ryan Mayton is here. Good morning to you, Jennifer Ryan Mayton. William Miller III is here. William Miller III is an interesting guy. I see him, when I, whenever he comes up in the chat, he just makes me happy. And the reason why is because I, I know that I'm not too crazy. He was listening to me rant for years now. He's been listening to me rant for 10 years. Some of the some of the most insane ramblings of a discontented malcontent. He has actually sipped coffee and said, Kurt, I feel you. That's made me scared over times that he's feeling me. But I I, I love the man. William O the third, good morning to you, dear friend of mine. We gotta get together and have some chicken wings and beer. All right, I got a great story to talk about here. I saw something really good in the news, and this comes on the heels of our recent discussion. So recent, a couple weeks ago now, um, we had the pleasure of doing and hosting another uh, debate with Kane County Sheriff's Office, the Kane County State's Attorney. Those are going to continue. We have another one coming up on, the, on September 28th, but this last one was about PTSD. We also had Jake Zimmerman, who's the superintendent of the Kane County Veterans Assistance Commission. So what we were talking about was what does trauma look like and also how does it affect the population? Now this is in a law enforcement context so it was talking about how people suffer from trauma uh, and they are in jail and the things that they've gone through in their life but also we also delved into what it's like for people in law enforcement and veterans as well. So I got a great story uh, that I, I, I want to read this story and you can take me to a uh, personal commercial. Personal commercial. Oh. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. A personal commercial. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Growing up in Louisiana, where she said both parents were heavily addicted to drugs, Amy Bergeron always swore she would never end up like that, but life was tough. Even after being adopted at age 12 and experiencing more trauma that included her younger sister's death from a drunk driver eluding police, who slammed into the front lawn where the 16-year-old was standing not long after she joined, after uh, Amy joined the Army in 2005. She became a sergeant working in logistics at Fort Polk, but while in the military, she was a victim of an assault and an injury on duty led to an addiction to tramadol, which at the time, she says, the doctor told her was no more dangerous than ibuprofen. Medically discharged in 2010, within a year, uh, she was so dependent on the pain medication, now considered a controlled substance, she quickly went from doctor shopping to buying the drug on the street. In 2015, by this time, she was living in Aurora with her long-term uh, long boyfriend, and long-time boyfriend she met while both were stationed at Fort Polk. She became ensnared in the Kane County judicial system after being charged with identity theft for stealing her doctor's prescribing ID number. Because it was her first offense, she was put on probation. But she was not ready to clean up, she admits, which led to more violations, more arrests, more rehabs, and more court dates. Facing five years in prison, she uh, fortunately found her way in front of Judge Marmory Costelny, who presides over Kane County's Veterans Treatment Court. And it was in this new program, she says gratefully, where she was finally able to get the resources she needed to turn her life around. The growing need for such a court has been clearly evident, insists Jacob Zimmerman, superintendent for the K, or excuse me, the Veteran Assistance Court or Commission of Kane County, who helped spearhead the movement that made Illinois the first state in the nation to require such a court program for veterans. In his words, quote, we just need to look at different ways of catching these veterans before they fall through the cracks, close quote. It's an issue that is garnering more attention most recently at the national level. A preliminary report citing Justice Department data and released by the Council on Criminal Justice last month found that one-third of veterans say they have been arrested at least once compared to fewer than one-fifth of all non-veterans. Let's read that again. A preliminary report citing Justice Department data and released by the Council on Criminal Justice last month found that one-third of veterans say they have been arrested at least once compared to fewer than one-fifth of all non-veterans. This report identified multiple risk factors, many interrelated. Combat-related trauma, post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injuries, substance abuse, sexual assault while in the military, and childhood traumas. The Council has also launched a new commission that includes high-level military officials as well as formerly incarcerated veterans to determine how the problem can be addressed. Mr. Zimmerman also said others familiar with the issue did not expect the number to be quite that high, but also pointed out that veterans can slip through the cracks when arrested because they are too embarrassed to acknowledge their service in light of their current situation or don't feel entitled to identify as a veteran unless they served in combat. Violating probation as she weaved in and out of multiple rehabs, Amy says she was close to that five years in prison when she went into the county's veterans program and eventually found sobriety through the Gateway Foundation 
in Aurora. The 36-year-old graduated in April from the Veterans Court with both Wessel and Judge Costelny lauding her success and the leadership she displayed helping others who were struggling. She and her new husband have three kids, ages 11, 8, and 2. She says, quote, for so long I would hide and lie about who I was and how I was doing. Now it feels so good about just being me, and I'm okay with that. For the first time, I can get out of bed every morning. I feel like a mom again. I feel like a human again, close quote. Awesome story. So I, uh, I wanted to bring this story up in light of the conversation. You can bring us back. Um, in light of the conversation that I had with the Kane County uh, team, and in light of everything else that's been going on, I think it's really important to highlight a story like that because not enough people uh, are aware of the, the amount of people who are suffering in some kind of way uh, with the trauma. And a lot of people don't know what it looks like. So even if we don't know how we can identify, we're not psychologists, we're not therapists. I think what we all can do is send people to places that can help. Right. I think that's mm -hmm. the most important thing to do because everybody can help. Uh, even giving somebody a number, sending them the link to a website or something like that, all of that kind of thing helps. So please, um, when you see us having those discussions and these large-scale debates, once again, we have the flyer, I have to post it, but there's another one that we're going to be doing on the 28th. Um, this one is about pre-arrest diversion, so taking people into alternatives and not going to jail. Um, when you see us having these, please watch. If you're able to, please support them and please share them because we need as many people as possible to find this information. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's going to look. Not everybody's going to call the number. But if, they, if somebody they know sends it to them, then they may be more persuaded um, to get involved. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, the time is 8.27 a.m. What a day. What a morning. What a morning, right? It, it, it really is, yo. It really is. Um, what do you think? What, Monica, what, do you, what should we... Hold on, I'll let you... I mean, what are we going to do next? Should we do this next? Or should we do this next? Let me... I mean, what do you think? Uh... See, Monica doing more on the camera now, though, too, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do that. This one? All right, cool. So, um, Roller Derby Info Night. Out in front of our great studio, we have two big flyers from our friends of Aurora's, Aurora 88s. If you can cut in on this real quick, please. All right. Still kind of, oh, yeah, we got the zoo. Oh, yeah. Info Night. All right, let me tell you about this, you guys. Um, so our friends of Aurora 88's Roller Derby Fall Recruitment is taking place and they're now seeking new skaters, referees, and non-skating officials. Info Night and Super Friends Scrimmage, Sunday, September 18th at 8 p.m. The Aurora Skate Center, 34 West 113 Montgomery Road in Aurora, Illinois. Learn what it takes to be an 88 and watch a roller derby scrimmage. Aurora 88's is Women's Flat Track Roller Derby. Um, so once again, if you come down to our Come down to our studio. There's a there's a QR code which with with which you can use to scan. Um, you can get more details about it. But you can also follow them here on Facebook. Uh, I don't think they have an Instagram, but follow them on Facebook. And shout out to Aurora Fast Print for being a great supporter of all that they do. Uh, 
You roll escape? No, I don't. No? You know how? No. You never learned? I never learned. Hmm. Not even rollerblading, nothing? Mm mm. Damn. No ice skating, no nothing like that. Wow. I really can't. Okay. Yeah. Right. How about you? Um, I can roller skate. Okay. Yeah, I used to skate pretty good. It looks I haven't really skated fun. in a long time, though. I want to learn how to. Yeah. Because it's, like, pretty cool, you know? I see people, like, you know, spinning mm-hmm. and, like... They doing all kind of stuff, yeah. doing little tricks, like, mm-hmm. ooh, like, bruh, I'd break my neck. <laughs> um, no, it, it's it's a lot of fun. Skating mm-hmm. skating is a lot of fun. Um, when you're out there doing it, though, I don't... I haven't skated in years, mm-hmm. so I'm just going by what I... When you haven't skated for a while, it's hard to get your balance. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. So the people who are skating backwards, mm-hmm. right, and they proposing to their wife as they skate and all that, that is, that's like, that takes a lot to do that. You, yeah. I mean, you have to be really adept at mm-hmm. skating, so it's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, then, why don't you detail this for the people? All righty. I'll do it. Yes. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, all right, so we um, on Friday, just Friday of last week, we interviewed um, Mr. Philip Van Leer, Philip Edward Van Leer. For those of you who are unfamiliar with Riverfront Playhouse, get to know Riverfront Playhouse, right in Water Street Mall adjacent to um, City Hall. There's a great show taking place there called Between Riverside and Crazy. And I actually think I have the flyer. Um, hmm. Uh, the flyer is on the desk. Can you grab the flyer for me? It should be like right over there on top. It's the promotional flyer. Yes. This one? Nah. I guess not. Okay, never mind then. There it is. Yes. That's it. All right. So... Thank you very much. Uh, Between Riverside and Crazy by Stephen Adley Jurgis. Uh, it's going until October 8th, Fridays and Saturdays at 8 p.m., playing at the Riverfront Playhouse. We interviewed Mr. Philip Edward Van Leer, the lead in this great play. Uh, his is an amazing story. So the price is $17 for adults and $15 for students and seniors. The Riverfront Playhouse is at 11 and 13 Water Street Mall. 630-897-9496 is the number that you need. You can also go to riverfrontplayhouse.com. They have a Facebook and Instagram as well. Uh, the show is not appropriate for younger or more sensitive audience members. Now, the conversation that we had with Mr. Philip Edward Van Leer was amazing. Uh, I learned a whole lot. And I'll tell you a little secret. It was one of three interviews that did make me kind of like choke up a little bit. Like, yo, that was deep. Um, But there's a great article uh, that I'd like to detail for you guys here real quick. Uh, An Aurora native and retired professional actor stars in a provocative play at the Riverfront Playhouse in Aurora. The Pulitzer Prize winning play by Stephen Adley Gurgis will run from September 9th to October 8th, Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, quote, it is one of the best plays I have ever read. It is an amazing play. It is profane and profound. It is very relevant in dealing with questions of racism, problems with the police, and addiction. It is a hilarious play when it isn't agonizing. There is a lot of humor in it, and I have absolutely I have an absolutely tremendous cast. It's one of the best casts I've ever had. That is from Mr. Gary Puckett, close quote. Mr. Gary Puckett is the gentleman who reached out to us 
to see if we'd be interested in interviewing Mr. Philip Edward Van Leer. And I have to tell you, and then I'll get back to the episode. This is, or that is rather, what Good Morning Aurora is all about. And I'm extremely proud of that. So this, I still, that's the whole thing that makes my little heart flutter. Because that's what it's about. It doesn't, know whether you are a senator or a janitor, everybody deserves access to fair, unbiased media. Close quote. Uh, it continues. Between Riverside and Crazy is the story of ex-cop and recent widower Walter Pops Washington and his relationship with his newly paroled son, Junior. Philip Edward Van Leer stars as Pops with his real-life son, Brandon Van Leer, playing Junior. The elder Van Leer was already familiar with the role. He understudied for actor Eamon Walker at the Steppenwolf Theater Company in Chicago in 2016. He went on three times, an experience he called absolutely frightening and thrilling. I fell in love with the play. It's such a wonderful play. Steve Gurgis is brilliant. This one won a Pulitzer Prize, and deservedly so. The main character, Pops, is grieving the loss of his wife and ashamed of his adultery and drinking problem. One night, he was at the wrong place at the wrong time and was shot by a white rookie police officer. He was left permanently disabled. He's been since locked in years-long settlement battle with the New York City Police Department. Another element in the play is the strained relationship with his criminal son. That is, oh, actually, excuse me, uh, Mr. Philip Van Leer was born and raised in, in Aurora, graduated from Aurora West High School. He spent 40 years in Chicago and moved back to Aurora in October of 2020. Um, this is a great play, and it won a Pulitzer Prize. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what the Pulitzer Prize stands for it means, but it is a huge accolade for a Pulitzer Prize winning play to be playing 203 feet away from where we are right now. Mm -hmm. Right now. Um, Mr. Van Leer, who lost his vision several years ago, has retired from acting. His TV credits include roles on shows such as Empire, Prison Break, Chicago Fire, Boss, Early Edition, and The Chicago Code. His breakout role in Chicago theater was a part in Galileo. With Brian Dennehy at the Goodman Theater. He talked about all this in the interview. The first of many productions he was in there. Additional credits include productions at Steppenwolf Theater Company, Chicago Shakespeare Theater, Congo Square, Square Theater Company, Windy City Playhouse, Chicago Theater Company, and Black Ensemble Theater. Once again, come on, check it out. Fridays and Saturdays, September 9th through October 8th. Tickets are $15 to $17. Riverfront Playhouse, the number you need, 630-897-9496. Good stuff. Will you be going to see that play? I Yes. Got to. Yes. See what we can do. Get some tickets for that. When is it? Uh, it's every Friday and Saturday okay. from now until the 8th. Nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah absolutely. So... Good stuff. Good stuff, you guys. Um, once again, can't wait to see uh, Aurora Downtown. Can't wait to see the new player from Playhouse. They've been around since 1978. Such a gem downtown. Marissa, we can't wait to see it either. Um, take us to a commercial real quick as I detail something for these folks. Joe Jackson is here. Good morning to you, Joe Jackson. Local grade skills used to have skating as part of gym class. Really? That's cool. Skating in gym class. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That would have been cool. Mm -hmm. Damn. 
Uh, this Thursday, visit us at Morning Mixer at Boss Babes at Wickwood House Cocktail Bar. We're excited to partner with the Royal Food Pantry for Hunger Action Month. That was the news at the top of the show. Love to skate at Parkside back in the day. Norma Peterson is here. Let's go skating. When, Curtis? You know what? Let me uh, let a brother check his schedule. We can do that. I'm down. Y'all want to skate? What? Yeah, we can do a little skate thing or something like that. You know? I can show off my fly skills that I used to have and see if uh, they're not rusty. Patricia Freeman Rogerson, good morning to you. Espinosa Juan Manuel, good morning to you as well. Oh man, Jen Mendoza is here. Good morning to you, Jen Mendoza. George Champ, Josue Pais, and Tracy Duran. Y'all are awesome people. Did you see the one about Tavern on Broadway? I did. Not what the heck? Read it for us. What's what's the news? Uh, is it is it is it that thing? Okay. Hit it with that thing. Yeah, yeah hit it with that thing. Something new happening this week at Tavern on Broadway is an open mic at thir on Thursday, starting at seven. Oh, so, snap. Okay. Yeah, snap. Mm -mm. Oh, my gosh. I had to take a sip of coffee. Mm -hmm. See, the good thing about the news is that when somebody else is talking, you can sip coffee. But um, boom, ting. Okay. Um, for many, or Parkside delivered skates to Gates for many years. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, in regards to that, the open mic, isn't Olivia Port's music playing? Sometime soon, I think she just played, mm -hmm. or maybe, maybe it's the 18th that she's playing. I'm not too sure. Uh, shout out to Olivia Port's music and Gremlin Studios. Okay, Janice Collins is here. Good morning to you, Janice Collins. Get to know Bulldog Nutrition in Batavia. I call Batavia Batavia. It just sounds much more fancy. All right, now I had something else to tell you guys about. I had. I got a piece of news here that you're going to really benefit from. I got a few pieces of news here. All right. So the very first is do not forget that this weekend, Saturday, the 17th, I mean, not since Prince played the Arcadia, will you see another event quite like what's going to take place on Saturday? The Neighbor Project is having their Starry Night Gala event. It will be at Venue. There will be food. There will be live music. There will be auctions, raffles, smiles, fun. There might even be confetti. I mean, everybody's gonna be there. Tickets are still available. You can get tickets by texting 24375. Uh, the link also for tickets is in the Facebook page head link of Neighbor Project. If you go to their Facebook page or their Instagram page, it's also in the link in the bio. But it's gonna be a really good time. This is to highlight the stars in the community, those people who have gone from uh, dire situations into many great things, including, including, not only limited to home ownership. One of the things that people don't get is a lot of these organizations, yeah, it may be that they make hospital beds, but that's just not it. What else do they do? Oh, we make hospital beds, but we're at the resource fair. We've given out cotton candy. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for that. I was at the Kids Expo on the 10th. Mm -hmm. Office of State Representative Stephanie Kiffwood had a great expo. 
all kinds of people out there. Illinois Department of Transportation was out there. Fire Department, Kane County Sheriff, me or us, Girl Scouts. I mean, it was it was great. Mm -hmm. All of the people were out there, the families and everything. And uh, and you know what? I was looking at it and I was like, you know what? This is this is America. That's what it's all about. It's about people coming together, having a good time, kids playing with the fire hose and everything, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of the parents that come out there, people, I think people just think that everybody's okay, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You see people, they got their family and kids. You, 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 you look at that scene and you think, wow, these are just nice people, but it's not always like that. Mm -hmm. I had four leads that day. I got, I met four people who in some way shape or fashion mm -hmm. can benefit from housing mm -hmm. now we aren't standing there in the hot sun talking about their situation mm -hmm. but they gave me enough information to know to start the conversation and to see that they can benefit from help they didn't know that there was free financial coaching mm -hmm. they didn't know that oh the city of aurora will actually if, if i'm a disabled senior the safety first program they didn't even know about it so all of that matters. All of that stuff matters. It's not just what an organization does. It's what it continues to do. Matt Hansen is here. And actually, Matt Hansen, Matt Hansen must be a mind reader or something. What is up with Matt Hansen? He always comes at the right time and the right moment. We have something. So I, I do have a thing. I do have that thing called... Right, so as you guys know, on September 20th, there is going to be the fantastic uh, taco crawl taking place downtown Aurora, hosted by Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry. Well, we've got a great way for you to win. Did you know that taco crawl is about to get even more fun? Our friend Matt Hansen is donating not one, not two, but three tickets to Taco Tuesday for people to win. Anyone who stops and makes a food donation to Marie Wilkinson Food Pantry can fill out a simple entry form to win a pass to the crawl on September 20th. Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry is located at 834 North Highland Avenue between Illinois and Indian Trail. You can help raise money for Marie Wilkinson and support local business by eating tacos for six hours. That sounds like a good time. Uh, so, yes, you can do that. Go there. Tell me you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora, right? And say, yeah, I want to make a donation so I can get the three tickets. And you better, oh, what? You enjoy it. You do that. And who knows? Maybe we'll see you out and about on Taco Tuesday, September 20th. It's going to be encompassing all of downtown Aurora at all the great locations down there. We've got some really good taco restaurants in town or uh, Mexican restaurants in town. Um, but also, it's going to be from 2 to 8 p.m. Tickets are $25. It's the early bird special or $30. And that includes a taco crawl t-shirt and one taco at each participating restaurant. Now, that sounds whack. I know what you mean. One taco. Who can eat one taco? Right? That's like eating one potato chip. Open the whole bag. Let me, just, let me just get one Dorito. <laughs> let me get one Dorito. Who the hell? Nobody's eating one Dorito. Now, you know you want more than one taco. Um, so, the month of September, Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry celebrates hunger action and Hispanic Heritage Month. 
Uh, they are dedicated to help feed everyone in need for donations or sponsorship opportunities. Email relations at mwfoodpantry.org. The time is 8.44 a.m. I got to tell you something, Monica. I, I don't, you know, I'm, I like this. On Wednesday? Yeah, me too. Right? It's, it, right? Yeah. It's a little bit better. We're flowing now. As you guys know, the schedule has changed. You're watching Good Morning Aurora on Wednesdays. It used to be Buenos Dias Aurora, but no, Buenos Dias Aurora has two days now, Tuesday and Thursday. Good Morning Aurora, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You start your week, you have a mid-pop, mid and you end your week with us. Well, you get two days with us, too, with, with Monica. I'm not on the camera on Mondays or on Tuesdays and Thursdays. My Spanish is horrible. Nora Peterson says, or Trace Durant says, Nora Peterson, me too. We need a skate party. I'd probably break something. We'll probably all break <laughs> something. Um, Matt Hansen says, good morning. Start your Saturday with a FOFTR volunteer event. The Fox River is fabulous. Friends of the Fox River. All good. We understand what you meant. Okay, you can bring us back on. All right, ladies. But going back to like the taco crawl, yeah. even if it's one taco, I mean, there's several locations where you're going to be like driving to. Mm -hmm. And so it's pretty fun. Like, it's really fun because, like, la or the previous year that I went to, I it was last year, right? Yeah. It was probably yep. last, it was last year. year. Um, like, we would go to, like, let's say, like, three locations that were pretty close. Mm -hmm. And then we would, like, stop for a bit and, like, eat them and, like, great. Because I think we have to rate them. I think there's like at the very end, like there was a, an activity, an activity yeah. where you rate them and stuff like that. So it was truly fun. Like even if it's one taco, like you get pretty full. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it's it's worth it. Like, yeah. I'm serious. Definitely go out there. Um, mm -hmm. who had the best tacos? Um, it was I can't remember the name, but it's beside the the BP station and the BP gas station on over there. Besides the gas station? Gas station, and then there's like a liquor store. Oh. You know, it's a little Where you got tacos at the liquor store? What, what store is that? Like, I don't know. Yo, I let me get two beers like, and two tacos. I think it's kind of like <laughs> No, Tortas Mania? No. Oh, you in the corner over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like across a, the street from Torres Maria. Yeah. There's a Puerto Rican restaurant back in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the and name of that place. It's not Puerto Rican. Uh, it's um, They have a different name when you go inside. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Does anybody know the name of that restaurant that's there there <laughs> in the BP gas station okay. parking lot? Mm -hmm. If you know the name of that place, put that in the chat for us. Now, I did have a hibarito there. That day when we worked at um, Sacred Heart Church, remember? Oh, Main Baptist. Yeah. Remember? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's where that came from. That's, it smelled pretty good. All right. So you're watching the greatest news and morning team that ever lived. Happy uh, Happy Wednesday to you, Alejandra Mascote. Alejandra Mascote is a dear friend of ours. She works for VNA Healthcare. Get to know VNA Healthcare at 400 North Highland Avenue. They are friends of Good Morning Aurora, and I mean, depending on the day that you go there, you might even see me there. Okay, now I got a piece of news. Take me to a personal commercial. I'm gonna keep using that. I'm gonna keep using that. Let's do uh, lightning blitz of news here, guys. The 6th Annual Cups Broad Drive is going to be taking place Friday, October 7th from 5 to 8 p.m. at Aurora Regional Fire Museum. 53 North Broadway join for the 6th Annual Cups Broad Drive. This year will be larger than ever. Bring your broad donations to the Aurora Regional Fire Museum and stay for a night of music, food, local vendors, a silent auction, a photo booth, and a free bralette giveaway. Absolutely wonderful. 
Free bralettes are sizes small through extra large until supplies last. Reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite today. Uh, for tickets and information, visit www.cupsbrawdrive.com um, or call 630-636-1335. That number again, 630-636-1335. Okay, next, the Sandwich Making Party. Support the Aurora Community Fridge. This will be at Aurora Interfaith Food Pantry, 1110 Jericho Road. September is Hunger Action Month. Join in feeding the community. Now, I don't know anything about this. I don't know what kind of sandwiches you'll be making. I don't know how many sandwiches you'll be making. I don't even know what the bread will be. All I know is that people need sandwiches. So what I want you to do is go out there Friday, September 3rd at 6 p.m. for the sandwich making party. Once again, shouts out to our dear friends of Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry, Rebecca Dunnigan. Shouts out to you. Let's keep going. Damn, we got a lot of news. But see, that's what we do. See, they don't that's what we do. Right? That's what we do. We're not scared by this huge pile of news that we have. We're not worried about paper cuts. Huh? You think we're worried about getting ink on our fingers and, and, and wiping on our face? No, we're not. We are, we are journalists with a capital J. Look at Monica looking up Torres Mania. Girl, you, Cielos I'm hungry tacos. too. Oh, Cielos, yeah, Cielo yes, Tacos. Cielos Tacos. Cielos Tacos, okay. Good to know. Um, next, next piece of news that I have for you guys is um, a live center has the Rouse 3.0, a clash of fashion and art to benefit the Naperville and Aurora Alive Centers. The Alive mission is to create teen-led, teen-driven centers focused on empowering the youth of today be to become the confident, impassioned, resilient leaders of tomorrow. You know, scratch that. Did you? That's what Good Morning Aurora is trying to, that's what we're doing. What they doing? That's what. The, that, that's, let's read that again. The Alive mission is to create teen-led, teen-driven centers focused on empowering the youth of today to become the confident, impassioned, resilient leaders of tomorrow. We try to do the same thing. That's amazing. Now we're not the Alive Center, and we're not exactly teen-led and teen-driven, right? I'm old as hell. You're not. But we are. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I know. Hit control five. Hit, yeah, yeah. Too much fun on the mic. But we are, right? We are trying to empower the youth of today to become the confident, impassioned, resilient leaders of tomorrow. Hell, we trying to we trying to empower anybody. We're trying to empower the seniors. We're trying to empower the undocumented people who live in Aurora. We're trying to empower everybody. That's exactly what the hell we're doing. Anyway, Rouse 3.0, uh, we have the flyer for it. And interestingly enough, this flyer is done up very well. It's got two QR codes with two ways to help. It tells you about the mission of Alive, it tells you about the fashion, it tells you about the art, but it doesn't tell you the day, location, or time. <laughs> I guess you gotta scan a QR code. Anyway, I do have this, so we will make a post about this for you guys to see. And if you do not follow us on Twitter, I don't know what is wrong with your entire life. 
You need to follow us on Twitter and follow us on LinkedIn because the show is really popping on both of those platforms. And also, we started doing something new just this week. We started going live on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I know what you're <laughs> thinking. Curtis, you what? Yes. We go live on Instagram typically between 7 and 7.30, typically. So join us live on Instagram. Uh, we have a lot of fun. And you can see some behind-the-scenes footage of me and Monica in here and having all the fun in the world. All right. Last piece of news before I rant my way out of here. Um... Okay, World Relief Chicago Lamb, become an American citizen. Receive a consultation by immigration experts if eligible. Get help completing USCIS Form N-400, the application for naturalization, if eligible. Get help completing the USCIS fee waiver or reduced fee waiver. And receive a copy of the 100 questions for the interview. This is brought to us by the New Americans Initiative, the ICIRR, that's the Illinois Coalition for Immigrant and Refugee Rights, and also a shout out to World Relief Chicagoland. These have taken place at Bethlehem Lutheran Church, 1145 North 5th Avenue in St. Charles, Illinois, 60174. You can bring us back, actually. Um, So remember to prepare with the following. Remember, excuse me, remember to prepare the following. Green card, state ID and social security card, international travel history for five years, family information including all children and spouse, current and previous, and certified court dispositions from any arrest. To apply for citizenship, you must be 18 years old, a lawful permanent resident for five years, or three years if married to a U.S. citizen. For more information, you can call the DuPage office, 630-462-7660. Call the Aurora office, 630-906-9546. Or call the Chicago office, 773-583-9191. On the day that the next workshop is announced, we will have that information and we will share that ahead of time in both English and Spanish so anyone can take part and benefit from that Time is 8.55. Monica, are you ready for tomorrow? I'm ready. All right. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, Buenos Dias Aurora returns for more news, more culture, more everything uh, in Spanish. And as a matter of fact, I think it's a good time to ask the listeners, how are you guys liking the new schedule? How are you guys liking the new schedule? Do you guys like the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Good Morning Aurora, Tuesday, Thursday, Buenos Dias Aurora. Let us know what you guys think. It was you who told us to do it. Remember me asking you, what do you guys think? Yes, Curtis, do it. Some of you guys, some of you, some of you guys told me that while we were having Long Islands at Tavern on Broadway. So don't forget, like you don't know now. Um, but I, I think it's a really good thing. I'm happy for all that we've achieved. Monica continues to do a great job. Also, we got a whole we got a whole bunch of things cooking, ladies and gentlemen. So I I mean I would tell you to stay tuned. Stay tuned. You're gonna see a whole lot more um of of things from the show. We got a lot of ideas too that we talk about here constantly on the show. So there's a there's there's some new initiatives that we're gonna try. Um and we hope that you guys enjoy all the content. You're gonna see a whole lot more of myself and Monica. Um, so I, I'll tell you, huh, you better get ready because it's going to get hectic. It's going to get crazy. Uh, any thoughts on your mind? 
Well, I see Aurora Downtown says great new schedule. Oh, thank you, Aurora. Thank, thank you. you very yes. much. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The schedule, because it's full now. Mm -hmm. It's full. It is. You know? I feel like it was missing something. It like was. Like Buenos Dias Aurora, you know, it was maybe just like there a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it was like training wheels. Door, yeah. But not really. Yeah. So Good I morning, Aurora was outside knocking like, can I play too? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's. It's a full schedule mm -hmm. now. And plus, not only that, as, well, you and I had talked about off camera a bunch of mm -hmm. times, like, there is a new, there's a new type of person. There's a new type of person who is reaching mm -hmm. out to Buenos Dias Aurora. Like, Buenos Dias Aurora is starting to now mirror in mm -hmm. all aspects, good morning, Aurora. Because Buenos Dias Aurora, for many who who have been watching the show since, both shows since the beginning, Buenos Dias Aurora hasn't had that many interviews mm -hmm. because it was only one day a week. Mm -hmm. And not only that, it only had a certain type of guest. Buenos Dias Aurora has been almost exclusively, which is dope, uh, creators and artists of some kind. Right. Raquel mm -hmm. Orta, she'd mm -hmm. been on twice. Um, Jose Torres, he'd mm -hmm. been on three times. So it's always been like an artistic or creative. Mm -hmm. It's we it, it has uh Barbara Hernandez was on. Mm -hmm. And that's really been it. So mm -hmm. it has not been able to really spread its wings, but we right. hope now that it'll be able to um to do that. The time is 8:58 a.m. All right, I told you about eating bread that's dead. What? I told you pan de muerto. Right, we told him that. We told him about tacos. We told him Cielo tacos, right? Cielo tacos. Cielo tacos. We told him that. I told you about Riverside and Crazy. What did we not tell them? I feel like we forgot to tell them something. Did we forget to tell them something? Did we forget to tell y'all something? Hmm. What the heck did we forget to tell y'all? See, that's how you know it's, this show is not scripted. Like it's on your desk, Curtis. It's not on my desk. Ain't nothing on my desk. Um, I think we got everything. I think we got everything. Hold on, go down a little bit. Um, all right, go up a, a tad bit, actually. Um, can you do, go down? Can you do this, the meal distributions? All Delete right. the 12th and then hit them with the, yeah, there's the 26th on, because these are the last three dates. Commercial, personal commercial? Or no? Nah, no okay. personal commercial. All right, the senior meal distributions have returned. That's State Representatives Hernandez, Kifowit, and Wheeler have teamed up once again on specific Mondays through spring and summer. The following are the following dates, uh, September 26th, October 3rd, and 24th. Adults 60 years of age and older are eligible for five frozen meals. You are not eligible if currently enrolled in the Meals on Wheels program. This will be done in a... Drive up fashion at St. Anthanasius Greek Orthodox Church, uh, located at 1855 5th Avenue in Aurora. Shout outs to our great state representatives for all that they do. Yes, that's right. Um, the Bolivian place, um, Angie's, Alice's Corner. Alice's Corner, Jennifer Ryan Maiden. That's, that, that's what you're talking about. I don't know if they have tacos there. Um, Everyone gets tacos. You guys always make me hungry in the morning. We make ourselves hungry. I swear, Curtis is part Mexican taco shell brick. <laughs> I've been around, bro. <laughs> I've been around. Uh, no, it's funny. Um, I'll tell you a quick story before we go. Um, 
my uh so I used to uh one point in time in my life, you guys may not know this, but I used to live in a neighborhood where like everybody had chickens. I was like the only black dude this, that's happened a many million times in my life. Everybody had chickens. So um the the neighbors where I live now, somebody has chickens and everything like that. And typically they have parties and barbecues and all that. And one of the one of my neighbors, he worked for a Mexican restaurant in town. And they were having a little backyard and they got chickens and everything like that. We kind of get to know each other when I moved over there, kind of thing. And um the dude I like unless we grew up on a farm, like a lot of black people aren't used to like chickens and all that. Maybe if you grew up in like the South or you like old like my mom and dad, they are used to that. Okay. A lot of like it's not really new up here. Nobody in Naperville knows anything about chickens in the yard. So anyway, they were having a little shebang and I was coming home and my neighbor was like, Oh, come on over. Okay. So I go over there and it's just mad chickens. They got like it's it's a it's a shebang back here. Like they're having like a an enormous party. So I guess I was chilling. You know, I was having a good time. And my neighbor was like, uh, yo, can I make you know, what would you like on your tacos? You know, because there's a lot of people there. Some people. I want cheese, I want tomatoes, can I get lettuce? Can I get this? So we got chickens over here and all this. And I was like, Yeah, just give me a how you want your tacos? Onions and I was like, onions and cilantro. He looked at me. He was like, oh, okay. Just do know what he's talking about. Um, so, yeah, I tell you that story to say, Josue, thank you. Very much so. I try. And when you're in Rome, do what the Romans do. It's our Fox River Day this Saturday. We're hosting a photo contest. See our Facebook page. That's right. Fox River, uh, Friends of the Fox River is having that cleanup. Dream Girls is at the Paramount. Fun Home ends this weekend. And Tracy Duran says, I would love to see everyone there. Plus, the fire truck rides are totally worth it. Aurora Regional Fire Museum is hosting 5th Annual Community Hero Day, Saturday, October 1st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, presented by First Alert and made possible due to the generous support of our sponsors. The event allows citizens of the region to get close up and personal with vehicles that serve the community on a daily basis. Live fire demonstration at 1 p.m. Um, and a whole lot of good stuff. Giveaways while supplies last. Once again, it's going to be Saturday, October 1st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The time is 9.03. Take care of yourself and each other. Thank you.